Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Premiums, the down-to-earth Hasidus podcast. Today we're going to analyze, um, based on a trade of the Magid, <clears throat> a very interesting passage. It's actually the passage between the end of Parsha Shmois and the beginning of Parsha's Voera. And this is one of those cases where I say that if you don't know Hasidus, if you don't understand the depth of the, the deep meaning of Torah, sometimes it's really, what word should I use? Entertaining. So at the end of Shmois, we have Moishe Rabbeinu literally heartbroken, coming to the Eivishter with a, an eternal plea, I'll tell you later why eternal, like a very, very strong broken heart out of what's happening in Mitzrayim, even our suffering. He came back from Midian to save them because, you know, Hashem told them to. And he finally accepted the Shlichus. He comes and he goes and he lowers himself to face the, the Pharaoh, to face the, 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 the clip of the Pharaoh uh, Melech Mitzrayim. And he's talking to him and he's like, what? <laughs> you lazy bums. You wanna, you think you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna get away from working? That's why you're complaining and you're asking for freedom. You're asking for freedom. You know what? I'm going to double your slavery. You're not going to get any basic materials. You're going to have to make the materials yourself and then work double and then get everything. And if you don't get everything done, I'll torture you and kill you. And when Shervenu comes out of there, all broken, he's like, I don't get it. He tells the Ebister, I don't understand. Like, since I came to talk to him in your name, the Eden are suffering evermore. And you didn't save anyone. You promised me I'm going to go and you're going to save them. And you're not only not saving them, they're suffering double. Why are you hurting these people? Why in the world did you send me? What do you send me for? To fail? Very tough. Very tough confrontation. Moshe Rabbeinu confronts the Emister wonderfully about the pain of Golus. By the way, the Rebbe did it a couple of times too in public. Now, what is the answer? So first, at the end of Shmois, it does say, you'll see, you'll see soon I'll, what I'll do to Paroi and, and I'll save them. But then the answer, like, Voedo and I, like when you say and is a continuation, it's continuing the answer. So the answer to Moises Taina at the end of Shmois is, Voedo el Abraham et Chagayakov bekel shindalet yudush miyavai lo nidatilohem. So, more specific, sorry, I forgot to quote the first puzzle. So, basically, I'll, I'll translate it in a funny way so you get what's so interesting and weird and entertaining about it. So, um, Robert spoke to Moishe and told them, I am John. But to your parents, I presented myself like Charles, and I didn't tell them I'm actually Reuben. Uh, wait, what's up with your names? <clears throat> what's your name exactly? Which one was it? And what does that have anything to do with anything? So Hashem says like four names in here. By David Eleikim and Moshe. So who's talking to him? Eleikim. And he says, what? Ani Abaye. Okay, so you're someone else? Oh, no. And to your parents, I, I introduced myself as Kael Shindalidud. Oh, really? Yeah, but I didn't tell them I'm Abaye. Oh, that really answers the question. <clears throat> what was my question? Why are the people suffering? Why is Paro so powerful? Why you send me to do Shlichus and it doesn't work? And you come 
to me to answer like a whole bunch of names of God? What, what's happening? What's the answer? So now, first of all, we have, okay, the Pshats, the Pshat, the Pirusha Pshat is what Rashi brings from the Gemara um, to answer that very question. But then we have the Pirusha of the Magid, which is, of course, like Chesides in a much deeper dimension. So the Pshat, to remember, is the Pshat. Rashi says <coughs> that Chaval al de Avdim Belemishtakhin, Chaval, those who got lost and are not there anymore. The always, you know, your forefathers, Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, they were so amazing. I promised them amazing things and I didn't even fulfill it during their lifetime and they never questioned me. I revealed myself with Kel Shindalitud, which is like a limited expression of Elokus. How limited? Well, enough to promise them something good, but not enough to fulfill it, so to speak. I mean, the light of Hashem in the blessing was coming down through the Seder Stasios, but it didn't make, it wasn't that big, the light, and that's why it didn't make it all the way down to the bottom. It didn't touch ground. So Abraham Avinu was promised that the whole land will be his, and whenever he wants to bury his wife in a little part of that land, he has to pay hefty money for it. Same with Yitzchak. He needed to drink water, so you have to like fight to get a well, and the land was meant to be his. And same with Yaakov. And they never questioned me. And you're like, in the beginning, you come and you question, what's your name? What's this? What's that? And then you're like, how come you're not saving them? And that's why it says that to them, I reveal myself with a specific, limited, uh, whatever amount of blessing. And they still, like, they stuck with me. And you, whatever, I gave you even more and you complain. Okay? That's the basic chat. But it's also interesting to see that even according to Pshat, you need to answer what's up with the different names and how is that an answer to Moshe's confrontation. So according to the Pshat, Moshe gives the Evishter on the hand and the head, and then the Evishter gives Moshe on the head. And that's the, that's the, the conversation here. Comes the Magid and explains the following. Let's go a little deeper into the meaning of Keil Shindaletiud. So first, he brings um, a Medresh that explains why the Tzimtzum, why the limitation of Godly light is actually both a blessing and whatever. It's tough, it's a concealment, but it's also a big blessing. And that is um, hinted in the, in the name Shindalit Yud, because Shindalit Yud means, <clears throat> or you could translate, says the Gemara, like, Instead of Sha with a patach under the shin, we read it with a, um, uh, what's it called? Ashvona, which is two standing dots, and it's She Dai, which is enough. <coughs> which said enough. So the Medrash explains it like this, Chachomim, explains it like this, that in the beginning of the creation of the world, Hashem gave a big koyach. Hashem brought a big amshoch of Elokus to create everything, and the creation was expanding and expanding and expanding to no limit. <clears throat> then Hashem had to limit it and say, die. Enough. Enough is enough. Be limited. She, now open parenthesis, Amar Leolamo, he told this world, close parenthesis, die. It's enough. Enough growing. Be limited. So the shame, Shin Daletiud, is basically the godly power by which Hashem limits reality to be the way we know it. That's why you can actually have sciences. 
What is the, the thing that any science is based on? Predictability. Because things have worked in 1 plus 2 plus 3 until now, then we can assume that it's going to continue plus 4 plus 5 plus 6. Like, it's called hukiut. I don't know what's the word in English. Like, the things have, like, a pattern. They have, like, like a repetitive pattern because it's limited and it's always the same and therefore it's predictable and therefore you can make an equation and expect it to repeat exactly at the same way. So if the, I don't know, if the air pressure is like this and na 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 then you can tell what the weather is going to be like in a week. Why? Because last time the same things happened, that's what happened. In other words, the limitation of the world is what allows us everything, whatever, to be limited, to exist, to be out there the way it is. Okay? And that happened by Hashem giving a energy, an energy from the level of so we're talking about a name of Hashem that limits the light. Wait, is that good or bad? <laughs> I have a friend that whatever you say is like, oh man, is that good or bad? Because <laughs> like everything could be good or bad. So on one hand, it's bad because Hashem is limiting his Hashem and we can't get infinite Hashem. You can, I don't know, like fly. I would love to fly. Like, go out the window and fly all the way to, I don't know, like those birds who fly 3,000 miles without stopping and they don't get tired. It would be wonderful. And yet, the nature is very limited and I'm not a bird and gravity does have an effect on me and I can't do that, even if I want. And that's physical limitations. I would like to live forever. I would like to, I don't know, whatever it is. But we can't. The world is limited. Now let's talk about Ruchnius. <laughs> I would like to see the Evishter. I would like to understand the meaning of life. I would like to connect to spiritual. I would like to be a Novi and, 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 and speak to the Evishter and understand deeper things. Like it says in Ramah will happen when Moshiach comes that people will actually understand and perceive the knowledge of Hashem. But until then, we're limited. The world is a very limited place. You'll realize that soon enough. <laughs> and that's all made by the team to Mofshin Daledil by the Helen Hester, Agbola. And yet, on the other hand, it's a big, big favor. Big favor. Because if there wasn't any team to many concealment, no one would exist. Nothing would have the shape and form it has. Infinite light will make the Kalim explode. It would be you all over again. It will become a chaos. Because like there is no predictability. There's no imagine if you don't know if tomorrow there will be gravity or not. You don't know if you're gonna need a like a I don't know, like you're going to be flying around or you're going to be walking. Imagine if you're not sure if the sun's going to come up tomorrow morning. Imagine if there was no Tmidim Kesidron in the limitation of reality. It would be insane. Actually, it wouldn't even be insane. There wouldn't be anything. Because the infinite light of Hashem will make everything explode, so to speak. And that's why Hashem has to use his Gevura. What is Gevura? Restraint. Stopping your light, not expressing all the way. And not expressing all the way sometimes is a big chesed. So, gvura is like a chesed. You get the, the, the interesting contradiction here? By the way, let's take this a little to the human side so you see it more clear. The Pirkei always says, Ezeu Giboy, who's really, really strong and powerful? The one who conquers is Yitzhahara. Did you ever try? You're like really in the mood to say something to someone 
One, two, three. Oh my gosh, did you hear that? <gasps> mm. <coughs> and then right there, bite your lips strongly. Even if you really want to say what you want to say, don't say what you want to say. And what about doing or... And I'm not only saying uh, speaking about bad things, like holding on from saying a Lashon Hara or something. Even positive things. But sometimes they're too much for the listener. Sometimes there's something you want to say and the other side is not ready to hear it. It doesn't have the Kalim for it. And if you say it, you know you're going to break his Kalim. And you so want to say the MS because it's the MS. Who cares? Let him break. I'll say the MS. That's your inner wish. You know, when you're a giver, when you know how to limit it. Or, depends on the case. Sometimes give it, but limited, or not giving it, not saying it all together. You know how hard it is? Did you ever try? It's like, it's harder than picking up a cow. <laughs> it's very tough. You need a lot of muscle. And, and if that's the case, mm. so in real life, if you don't, you're going to break the cane of the other person and be careful because all the broken pieces are going to like fly towards your face. That's what happens in life. So it's so important to be able to use this restraint and self-limit. And if by regular human beings in which your knowledge or the idea you wanted to say, it's like just a little more than the other person could take and still you have to be strong and hold it. Imagine by the Abishar who has infinite power, if he would give us all this infinite power, we would literally cease to exist. And that's why it's a big chesed from Hashem. And that's why it's called Kail Shin Daletiud. Kail is the name of chesed. And Eloikim, by the way, Eloikim, which is also a name of Gevura and Tzimtzum and Concealment, Starts with Kale. Elikim also starts with Kale. You know why? Because even the big concealment of Elikim, it starts with a big Kale. It starts with the Eivster trying to protect you, trying to help you, to not give you all these nights. I feel like connecting this to the word of um, the famous word of the Kotzke Rebbe, that allowing the Shoite to have his tooth, <coughs> sorry, um, allowing the Shoite to have his tooth, <coughs> it's also considered Gminus Hasodim. Did you ever hear that word? Sometimes you feel like straightening a Shoite. Oh my gosh, you're such Shoite. How come you can't realize the truth? Let me tell you. Let me straighten you up. You know what? Sometimes you have to be a little more chesedic. If he chooses to have that stupidity, just let him enjoy it. Sometimes, okay, you of course have to be smart. You have to know when, who, why, where, how to apply this. I always say, this is why the Friedrich Rebbe says that to be a chosid, you need to be a kluginke. Like with it, very smartish, very with it person. Because like they're delicate concepts. And you have to be smart to know when, how, to whom, in which case to apply it, and to what extent, but it's such a good word. You don't always have to shine the whole MS onto the head, on the face of everyone. Sometimes you have to let the other person <coughs> go on with this, with chesed. And that's what the Evister does with us. Have you noticed that the Evister is really, really quiet? <laughs> Sometimes to the point that it bothers us. 
in Tehillim, like a hundred psukim that say, Hashem, please, why are you so quiet? Just show up and punish the Rishonim and bless the Tzadikim. And yet Hashem really takes distance, at least in a revealed way, to allow for Bechir Chavshis, to allow for people to get to the, con- to the conclusion by themselves, to allow us to grow, to let us be. That's the chesed of the Tzimtzum. Of course, like we always say, every coin has two sides. The flip side, the negative connotation of the concealment is, well, you very well know, the negative side of the Tzimtzum is <laughs> that you give too much leeway to the Klippa. Because when the Evishter and the truth of Hashem is concealed, then <laughs> the Klippa and the Sitra celebrates and they take advantage. And when there is no godly justice revealed, <clears throat> you can have the Russia, like Pari Melech Mitzrayim, enslaving two million people, destroying lives, ruining the world, forcing people to do the wrong thing, like all for his own gaiva and whatever, and nothing happens, and he's actually succeeding. It's like God said, send the Jews. Yeah? Oh, really? Who's God? <laughs> I don't know, God. What does it mean by that? What's Shem Avaya? Lo yodaiti es Avaya. Why do they use that word, Avke, referring to Hashem when Paris says that? Because Shem Avaya is the, the name that represents the infinite light of Hashem, the revelation of His light, the truth of Hashem. Not the concealment of Shemenikim, not the limitation of Shindaletiud, the revelation of the truth. Because Hashem making the world in the way he makes it, he hides himself, he hides sometimes his justice, he hides his MS, and we could live in a fake full of darkness, Oilam Asheker, that's also made by Hashem, yeah, but made by the symptom of Hashem, made by Shemenikim, made by Shem Shindaletiud. But the real Shemavaya, Loni Glaze Bemido Amitis Shali, says say the Chachomim about when, when it says in the beginning that I didn't show the always Shemavaya. What is Shemavaya? Midaha Amitit, my true, my, my attribute of truth. And, and, and Rashi explains the attribute of truth would be fulfilling the promises. What is the truth of Hashem? Well, that and please bless them. Did you ever think about why do we have to daven those two brachas in Shmanesra? Isn't it ridiculous? The Torah says that Sadiqim should get blessed and Roshan should get punished. Why do I have to ask for it? It's what it should be. Well, that's why. Because <laughs> this world, this world is not always the way it should be, because Hashem plays hide and go seek. Now, Moishe Rabbeinu comes bishmecho, to speak in the name of, in your name, your essential name. Moishe Rabbeinu is representing the truth of Hashem, Shemavaye. Bapari says, I don't know Shemavaye, I only know Elohim. That's a Diuk Hasidah says, Keilu Hinu Elohim. But the word is that Elohim is the concealment. Pari says, oh, there is a real God and there is a truth in the world and there are real values. And there is MS and there's something God expects from us. <laughs> you know what? I don't know any of that. I don't agree with any of that. What I know is that Hashem conceals himself. What I know is the system made by the Tzimtzum in which I, the corrupted man, can take advantage of whoever I want. Why? Because I could. 
that corrupted system is sustained by the Tzimtum and Helen Behester. And that's all Padre loves. And that's when Moshe Rabbeinu comes out and screams to the Evishter. Since I came to talk in the name of Shem Avaye, Avaye is not revealed. Elohim is ruling. The Tzimtum wins. The concealment trumps over light. And darkness celebrates. And the Mamzer Paroi is like dancing on one foot. And slaying everyone and being successful and enjoying all the way to the bank. Why? Why do you send me to speak in the name of truth if you're going to sustain your tintum and the shekel? Do you understand how deep is the plea from Moshe Rabbeinu? It's basically the, the holy, I would call it the sacred scream of the Jewish people throughout Golus. This is what we mean when we scream at Mosai. You are Goshua who sent me to do mitzvahs. For example, imagine that. Sometimes I try to put myself into the shoes of those Jews who lived in the worst times of Golos. Like, you're like in poverty, freezing, suffering, going through every possible challenge, and then you make your craziest effort with the last half a penny after your name to make a matzah, and then you have the local rulers just like, ha ha, I think you use blood of some, uh, some of our children to make your matzah, we'll kill you all. <laughs> For real? Like what you didn't have to put up throughout history, it's unbearable. And what hurts the most is not the pain, it's an injustice. It's so unfair. And they look up to heaven and they scream to the Avishter, What the heck? Why am I a Shliach of Emes if the world is ruled by Shekhar? By the way, why is the world called Ulama Shekhar? By Chachomim, by Razal, many times. Not because people lie in the world. Not because there is corruption and lies in society. Mm -mm. Because the essence of the existence of the world is a lie. Which means, Oilom is Milosh and Helen Behester. The world itself is a concealment of the truth of Elokus. And we all buy into it. And we all live according to that concealment. And that's a lie. I know. When you actually click with this idea, it hurts. And Moshe Rabbeinu cries to the Evishter, why? And also, by the way, the Rebbe also. You hear the Rebbe screaming sometimes in the Fabrengans, how come you're not bringing Moshiach? How come you are suffering so much for so long? Until when? What gives? So you're enjoying the Iskavi and the Isafchi of Eden? How come so much? Abrahmanus already. That was Moshe Rabbeinu's challenge at the end of Shmois. What is the answer? And now we can make sense of the answer. By David, Eloikim and Moshe, and Yavaye. Eloikim said, I am Avaye. The concealment said, I am the revelation. Here's the, here's the game changer. The Evishter tells Moshe Rabbeinu, you have to trust me. Behind the Sheker, there is an MS. Sheker is not a thing by itself. That's why we, I, I always try to emphasize. That's why Kabbalah see this called impurity and negativity. What's the favorite word for it? Klipa. 
What's klipa? A shell. A shell is something that has something good inside. <coughs> it's not bad. It's a covering. It's it's a cover up of the good. I understand. A cover up of the good is also a shekel. Covering up the truth is also lying. And yet there is a big difference because you know there is an MS within and behind. And the Ebrister is telling you the following, which means just be strong and the revelation will come. Hold on for the little while that Elohim is ruling because soon Avaya is coming. And I need you to be the one who reveals Shem Avaya in the world. I need you for that. Because to, the, to your parents and to the whole world before you, Moshe, Moshe equals Amisrael slash Toiro, is the one who get, brought the Toiro to Eden. So to you, Toiro Jews, which is every Eid ever since Matan Toiro until today, to you, Toiro Jews, I'm saying, please be strong. Because up until now, there was only Shindanitude. There was only limitation. Limited, Godly Light. But now it's time for Avaya. Oh, who brings the truth of Avaya into the world? You guys. That's why the Pasuk says, Beshomru Derech Avaya, Lazis Tzedoko Mishpot. Chzidis loves this Pasuk. He brings it all the time. And you will keep, you will keep the path of Hashem to do Tzedoko and Mishpot. Okay, literally means little thing. Keep, keep the mitzvahs. Be from. But according to Chzidis, why is it called Derech Avaya? Not because it's the path that Hashem told us to walk on. Mm-mm. It's called Derech Havaya because it's the path of Hashem. What's a path? When you pave a way, you're connecting A with B. You're making the A go all the way through up until being revealed into place of B. That's a path. And so Derech Havaya, the Torah is called the path of Hashem. Because living according to the true values of Torah is bringing the Emes Avaye Le'oilom. You know that, that short Eilim that we say in Hallel? The Emes Avaye Le'oilom Halleluko. What's the Emes Avaye Le'oilom? You're bringing the Emes, which is the level of Avaye, to the world. How? <coughs> by doing Tzdogo Mishpat, by doing charity and justice. So you be the justice. You be like the famous uh, saying, you be the change you want to see in the world. Are you the representative of Shemavai? Are you the representative of truth? Be the truth. Ah, but it's hard because everyone else is playing a different game. And if everyone's playing Shaker game and I'm playing MS game, of course I'm going to lose. It's like going in, like putting a, I don't know, like a baseball team to play against uh, the world champion of soccer team. Of course they're going to lose if they're playing soccer and they're baseball players. It's unfair. That's how Moshe felt. I understand the plea. But what the industry is saying is, that's exactly what I want you to do. That's your job. To turn, I don't know, in the funny example, it would be to turn the, the soccer into baseball. No, that would be clipped the other way around. To turn the baseball into soccer. Huh. So the point is, that the Ebishter tells Moshe Rabbeinu, I need you to be the one by David Elikim. I know that what you see is concealment, but I need you to be the one who brings the Ani Avaya, the Emes Avaya And that's why now we understand this idea, you can find tons of Sukim giving this, um, this teaching. For example, It's a puzzle we say pretty often. What does it mean? May the name of God be blessed forever. 
Okay, sounds like a praise. Comes Hasidus and says it's much deeper than just a praise. What's Bringing down, drawing down to the world. Let the truth of Hashem be drawn down to the world. Like from its original place, we had oil all the way down. That's our job. Being the bridge, not narrow, wide. Being the wide bridge that brings the truth of Elokuz into the world. You be the one who's MS even if you're found within Sheker. And it's tough when you're the most damaged like Moshe and you're in front of the most Sheker like Paro, it is tough. <laughs> He's got the power on top of it all. And yet it will work. Just hold on, says the Abishter to Moshe Rabbeinu. Be strong because the revelation of Shemavai will happen. What happens when Shemavai is revealed? What happened in Yetzirah's Mitzrayim? And it's the same thing Chazal say will happen when Moshiach comes. And I will go through Mitzrayim the Obart is like jumping through the Seder's Talsharus, like going over, like revealing the essence of Shema in the world. What happened that night? Negoif Mitzrayim, Barapoy Israel. It's a plague, a Mako. It's like a big hit for Mitzrayim and a big refuah for, for Eden. And it's the same light. It's not like Hashem did two actions. Pay attention here. It's not like Hashem did two actions. One, Punish Mitzrayim, second, bless Eden. Mm-mm. It was just one action done. The Emes got revealed. Those who are looking for Emes and finding for it will be validated, blessed, cured from all the pain they suffer by putting up with the Sheker. And those who are betting on the Sheker, their little house of cards falls apart and their entire Metsius disappears. And that's what will happen when Sheikh comes. What is the metaphor Chazal used for this? Le'osid Dovoy. In the future, the Ebster takes the sun out of its covering. Sun means the shine of light, metaphor for the Gilu of Shemavaya, out of its cover up, out of its shell. So we will take Avaya out of Elikim, and then Tzadikim will be cured by that big light, and Rashoim will be burned by that light. Just hold on, because the MS will be revealed. And yet I know that in the beginning it's hard. And that's why the Zoyar says, and we'll finish with this amazing pearl from Kabbalah, What's Mevoiroch? Membeis Verach. Membeis is the name of Hashem of 42 letters. You know the Rosh Hashanah of Anavechoyach? Next to it, to the left of Anavechoyach in the seal, there are like letters of the Rosh Hashanah of the words. And in total, there are 42. Membeis is a name of Gvura. That's why we say it in Anna Bechoyach, every time we're elevating ourselves, every time we're like Erev Shabbos, by Krishna Shalamita, like when we're departing the bottom and elevating to the top, it's a name of elevation. That's a positive side. The negative side of the elevation is that the light is very elevated and not revealed down here. So it's a name of Gvura. It's a name of Taf Avoida tough demanding, when the Avister is literally like pressing on you, like Moshe Rabbeinu felt. And that's the process of revealing the, please listen here, that's the process of revealing Elokuz in the world. Membeis at the beginning, rach, which means soft at the end. In the beginning is very tough. In the beginning, 
fighting for the truth in a world of Sheker, he will have a very deep cost. It will cost you a lot. But be strong because I'm with you and it's man-based in the beginning and Rach, very, very soft and enjoyable at the end. And that's how David Just stand up and you'll see the big Geula, the big revelation. May we all have the Koyach. To live with MS even when it's tough, and may they be still already. And finally, make it easy, nice, and with revealed blessing for all those who are doing this tough avoidance through Golus. Thank you very much, and we'll hear each other again next week.